What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, the host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show from Remax Results, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Glad to talk to you. Also glad that you brought in our friend, the puzzle solver. From Cross Country Mortgage, Mr. Phil Olson. Hey, Phil. Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. hello Let's get hello, your NMLS hello. number out of there. NMLS 238103, company NMLS 8030095, Cross Country Mortgage. Right. Okay, Phil. Okay, so, so much talking going on, and love is in the air. Yes. Yes, yes. That's because we would love to get into a new home. You would? <laughs> Let's do this. Right. All right. Um, Phil is going to let everybody know kind of what's going on in the mortgage world. Um, lots and lots to report today, right, Phil? There is. Um, we've had its interest rates, unfortunately, have gone up higher. Right. Uh, they're now uh, based on right now... F- the the stats say we're back to 2020 interest rates. Okay. All right. This last week, the CPI index came out. It was supposed to come in at 7.3. That's the inflation index. Came in at 7.5%. Okay. Interest rates that same day rose more than a quarter of a percent. Um, right now, builder rate times. Okay. Okay. What are we talking about there? The time from you meeting with a builder to building a house are six to 12 months out. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing for some builders, they're even farther out than that. So for those that are thinking about building a home, making it somewhat custom, yes, all right, and not working with a custom builder, they could be have turn times of about 12 months out, where a lot of people are going, I don't want to wait 12 months. Right, because in the meantime, you're going, okay, am I paying rent? Am I paying my current house payment? Do I need a, you know, you'd talked before about bridge loans and these Mm -hmm. other things, but that was in a scenario where it was a shorter time period a lot of times, right? Right. Well, I think there's there's another equation here that we have to think about is a lot of people that decide to build a new home with, say, a big box builder, yes. and they're out 12 months, that means you can't lock your rate Okay. for at least six months. Most of the time, people are wanting to lock on a 60-day lock. Right. And what's happening now is we've got some people getting into builds that no longer qualify for their build mm-hmm. because of rising interest rates. And you've talked about, you know, the reason why you want to be able to lock your rate is because things are going up so quickly, and people right now are building up to whatever their maximum loan amount was or mortgage amount would be? Is that uh, unfortunately, what it was? there are some people that are going to their absolute max in mm-hmm. order to in order to get to the home. What are you seeing, Mimi? You know, <laughs> it's all over the board. Right. Uh, you know, I think people are stretching as hard as they ever have stretched uh, because they see the train coming. Um, you know, so we've been talking for, I'm going to say, two years about outrunning interest rates and outrunning home appreciation rises. Mm-hmm. And you and I, Phil, have both been in full agreement that you can't outrun that train. You may as well just stop, pivot, and look and see what it is that you can do. And that's where having a consultation with you to start, Phil, I always think say that the best place to start is with the mortgage partner because we don't know what we don't know until you've had that discussion with Phil. And I, I'm going to say, Shannon, you have 
had conversations with Phil when you purchased your property. Right. And it's not painful. He don't no. bite. No, 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 no. And it really is a matter of going how you provide options and scenarios. And it might be, well, here's what we could do to get you there in six months. Here's what it would take if it took a year. If we take a year, here's what might happen in the meantime. And so with and you, so, mm-hmm. it took two years. Yeah. From the time that we had the first conversation, you said, this is what I'm thinking about. And then it took two full years. Right. To get and it all I'm, mapped out. I'm a stack of 1099s and everything. Yeah, well, and so, you're, you're you know, the self-employed borrower. And mm-hmm. we've talked about, and I, I, I think really we should have a show here in the near future talking about self-employed borrowers and how we can help them achieve home ownership. Because so many self-employed borrowers, they go to their banker and they find out that they don't have the income, but they do have the income. Right. And how do we find that income? Well, let me tell you something, something that just crossed my mind. When I first got my very first house, my realtor recommended somebody. And that's that's where we stopped. And, you know, looking back on that, that person was wonderful. Yes. I, I lucked out. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what I didn't know. And right. there may be a lot of people listening to the this radio program or on podcast that say, you know, oh, I stopped in my bank or I stopped in my credit union and they told me this and I can't do it. If that's you, I'm going to say call Phil. Phil, right. how they get a hold of you? They can reach me at 651-238-6748. And I appreciate that, Mimi. Right. What people need to understand about me is I'm not just a mortgage guy. Mm-hmm. I have a very, I'm educated when it comes to finance and right. the markets and how to work with people's assets. And at the same point in time, I'm going to ask lots of questions concerning their short and their long-term goals. And there might be points where I go, oh, you don't want to do that. And the educational piece is actually really helpful because now that I'm like, okay, I'm in this particular property. I know I want to make a move in a variety of ways and have options in two years. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing my taxes right now. I'm taking the lessons that I learned from Phil going, all right, well, you can't do this and you want to do that. But then this will, you know, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hindering my future goals by doing what might be the most easy thing or the most comfortable thing right now because I know I have to get to another finish line. But, Mm -hmm. you know, to your point, okay, so when we first met, if you don't mind me saying so, Mm -hmm. you, like a lot of us self-employed people, had a lot of expenses that we took advantage of, right? Mm -hmm. You can write those things off. Yep. And sometimes your loan officer, like Phil, might go, ah, you need to start taking less of those expenses. And now that you have a property, you may have kind of creeped back into taking some more expenses. But if you know, okay, in my two-year window, I really want that place in Texas. Yes. I see it happening. I've got it on my vision board. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. So I know my business has to make money, so I can't take all my deductions. But, But both of you have, I think, a little bit two different scenarios here. One, we have a real estate agent that's been in the business longer than five years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you necessarily have been working here for five straight years at my talk. I have. You mm-hmm. have. Okay. Because with a five-year, it is employment history. A lot of people don't know there's a program out there that you can only use a one-year tax return and you don't have to use two. And when you use a two-year tax return, you're averaging 
the two years of tax returns. Okay. So real quickly, let's say last year you made fifty thousand. The mm-hmm. year before you made forty. Right. Income increased by ten grand. Mm-hmm. You still take ninety thousand divided by two is forty five thousand. Well, hold one here. Maybe in this scenario, that additional five thousand dollars that we're able to use as a gross income with a one year tax return might be the 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 deal saver okay okay mm-hmm. you know uh right now in in the market you know who are being hurt the worst i'm sorry to say it's those with very low income and in right. the middle class mm-hmm. and that's where Mimi and I really excel working with those people helping those people with with those first time home buyer programs and trying to be as creative as possible you know Mimi, talk about what's going on in the market with creativity. What what are you seeing out there? Okay, so Phil and I have basically, be, you know, we basically stay on the phone with each other twenty four seven. Right. So, mm-hmm. You know, I, I how many times a week do so? This is the thing: as a brand new agent, you barely know any loan officers, much right. less have a friendship with them or, and a trust that goes deep. And you know, so. I never even knew that you could have a, a, a powwow with a loan officer where that you could strategize. But I call Phil all the time and I'm like, OK, so this week, let's talk mm-hmm. about some of the stuff we talked about. Sure. I, I have somebody that approached me that wants to have a family compound. OK. What does mm-hmm. that look like? Mm-hmm. Well, that means finding the land. It means finding the developer. It means building the streets out. It means putting the utilities, checking the soil, checking right. the water, finding the attorney and then figuring out who are you going to sell your lots to in your compound and this is a complicated situation very complicated phil has never even done one of these before so but here here we are two people that have been in the business a combined total of probably 30 plus years Mm -hmm. and we're we're brainstorming about it right because you know it's like okay so who who are the partners that we need to fix this problem Mm -hmm. and so there's just always something like that now, you also have people who you might be working with that are having difficulty overcoming the new the new concept, I will say. Mm-hmm. And so like, if you have somebody uh, and I'm talking to the realtors out there in the world and also to the buyers that might be listening to this show, mm-hmm. if you have been looking for, let's just say, even a month, let's give it a month mm-hmm. and everything that you see that's pre-existing in your price range doesn't work for you we need to have a conversation about expectations of the market not our expectations Mm -hmm. i neither one of us cares what you buy right we want you to buy a good a good property that'll suit your needs at a price that works in your budget Mm -hmm. that will set you up for a success program phil all right here's what happened this week mimi did i not call you with a potential house that i found for one of your clients Yes, you did. I did. Okay. And they were very excited about it. Very (laughs) excited about it. And when I talked to the client, I had an agent call me. They said, I have a house. Right. It's not listed yet. Phil, who do you have that's that's qualified to go right now? Mm -hmm. And I looked through my database. I found the perfect buyer. Mm -hmm. I then called her and I said, hey, we have a house close to where you live that's going to come on the market. It's not for sale. But guess what? It's dated. Do you know what my client said? She goes, great. Uh, It's an opportunity for me to put my own spin on the house and build my own sweat equity. Mm -hmm. And when my client said that to me, I got the biggest smile on my face. Because right now in this market, with as little inventory as there is, 
you have to be willing to look at a house and imagine that, guess what? I can make this work. Right. Listen, if you're going to walk into a house and you're going to see old appliances, use your eyes to make that mental note. Mm -hmm. That didn't change right. when you decide to write the offer. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. that's fair. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's there's something in this market called disclosure alternatives. That's very conser- confusing to people who don't really know that have not done real estate transactions in a while. In Minnesota, the seller can choose to waive the right to disclose, and you oftentimes see that when a property has been a rental mm-hmm. or if a property has been inherited and it's in an in estate, estate. Mm-hmm. they don't know what they don't know because they didn't necessarily live there. We saw a ton of those in the foreclosure era. Right. So you don't have those disclosures to rely on. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, we'll talk about that when we come back from the break. We'll also take your calls. You can be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Just call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remass Results. Also, Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. And I know that they would love you to call in today. If you have any questions, if you've been turned down on an offer and you're like, I don't know how I'm ever going to win, this is a great day for you to call. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Okay. So we, we ended the last segment talking a little bit about what's called a disclosure alternative statement. Mm-hmm. And... You know, so that just basically means the seller doesn't know and they're not choosing to disclose to you, which means you don't have a lot of good information that would normally be shared on the 12 page disclosure statement. And that's. And that's. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, And that's where uh, a home inspection is the most important thing a consumer should get. Mm -hmm. But yet I'm seeing some consumers that are waiving that. Okay. All right. If you're waiving a home inspection, you must get some sort of program, a home warranty, uh, Centerpoint Energy, something like that to cover yourself. Right. Uh, you absolutely must do that. And they're affordable, you know, up to, I'm going to say what, they start about bucks? 600 to $800 okay. over the whole year. It covers appliances, uh, your, your HVAC, your water heater, all that kind of stuff. Worth every penny of it, especially if you don't know. Right. right. In that first month that you're in a new property, it's like you're holding your breath. Like what? Okay, I hope nothing goes wrong. That first six Cause, months. Because I, <laughs> I just paid everything I got. It's and, gone. That and first six months, I was doing my own nails and my own hair trying to like <laughs> like put my coffers back together. You and know? that's why like, it's huh? so important for those people of lesser income or middle class mm-hmm. when they buy a home and they're stretching themselves on the down payment and the closing cost that they get a house, what I call, that has good bones. Right. That means something isn't going to happen in the near future. Maybe it's five years down the road. We'll hold one here, folks. Every house has maintenance. Absolutely. My house has maintenance. Right. And you got to figure, you should figure a 2 to 3% budget. So if you've got a $300,000 home, you should probably figure you might have maintenance on that house for 
3000 to 6000 on a yearly basis. My first house, the basement flooded within the first three months because, the, okay, so here's a tip. If you've got a back door, clean the drain out. Interesting. <laughs> In the fall. Okay. So that that doesn't back up into your basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was not fun. Like I'm doing, I, I just had an electrician come out, you know, where one thing led to another thing. And, and I look at it like it's an honor and a privilege that I have to have somebody come out and fix the electrical right? work in my house. Because I'm like, glad I got the house. A hundred percent. There's nothing better in the planet than real estate. Mm-hmm. And I believe it wholeheartedly hand to the Bible. Right. Um, I, I've seen people build wealth that way. I'm excited about it. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. People can go out on the Internet and research it. Mm-hmm. And they will find out that over the long haul, real estate has outpaced the stock market, the bond market, uh, gold, silver. I mean, yes, you should have money in those areas. Right. You should be diversified. But millionaires and billionaires, if you take a look at their portfolio, how did they get there? 90%, that's the statistic, 90% came from acquisition of real estate. Maybe that was commercial real estate. Maybe it was an apartment complex. Maybe mm-hmm. it was investing in single family home rentals right. or buying if a second home in Colorado, whatever. If it's just even today mm-hmm. where you're buying a house just so that your landlord stops getting rich. <laughs> right, okay. Right. And you know, when, when increases, uh, it's a staggering what people are paying for two and one bedroom apartments here mm-hmm. in the cities. It is. It's mind-blowing. I actually sit back and I think, God, if I was just starting out today, it it would be such a struggle. And so we realize 100% that the struggle is real. Mm -hmm. But what we're telling you, and we hope that you'll hear our, our hearts is that it's worth it. It's yes. worth bearing down and doing it. Wouldn't you say so, Michelle? Absolutely. And it is just once you get in it and you go, I have the right team to explain certain maneuvers that I need to make, then you're like, okay, I, I'm prepared now. And that's the biggest thing is finding people that can help you prepare. And then like we had so many conversations, like I knew like Mimi's like uh, the windows. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna put the money away and now I'm getting windows. I'm gonna do some of that. Mm-hmm. Just being able to have those conversations. So you went into it, immense, you know, I, I well, went into to it ready. We the one thing about- that I've, I've seen with you, Miss Shannon, mm-hmm. is your sphere of influence around you right. of professionals mm-hmm. has dramatically increased in about the last three years. Right. But and we na- talked about that, yeah. right? Yeah. Put and, your, put and your now, team together. Mm-hmm. And now when things happen, you're not freaking out. Right. Right. That's what happens when people work with Mimi and myself is we have huge spheres of influence around us that we're able to help partner people with. Right. And then Mimi and I, because we talk so often, we're able to convey to the consumer strategies that will help them achieve their goals. Right. Yeah. Well, so I consider Phil part of my team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he is an expert that I, that I work with, that I choose to work with, that I've worked with for years. And he does a phenomenal job. Um, let me just tell you about Phil. He never misses a closing. Not once, not never. In the whole time I've known him, he has come up with some strategies for some of our clients that have been remarkable. And so I... He is in my team, in, mm-hmm. in my list of professionals. And, you know, I think that as you're listening to the show, um, we're kind of getting a little bit off topic. That's mm-hmm. okay. Um, you know, you need to think about these things, especially if it's your very first house. Okay, who if the toilet gets clogged, mm-hmm. who am I going to call? 
then a lot of times people do rely on their real estate professional to help them get that list started. Mm-hmm. I know when we had our first house, I was calling our realtor constantly. Oh my God, my refrigerator won't fit inside the kitchen. <laughs> okay, so back in Kentucky, you had to bring your own appliances. So bring my big old fridge. It's like, oh my God, it didn't fit. He's that, like, what do you do? Calm down. We're going to cut the counter off. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, awesome. Yeah. That goes way back. I do remember the days where people took their appliances with them mm. when they sold right? their Right, and I had a Mac uh-huh. Daddy refrigerator. Yeah. I was not going to give it up. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm going to talk to the buyers out there real quick Mm -hmm. about rising interest rates. And this is also for our real estate agents that listen to the show. Okay. And also for mortgage people, please, please be cautious about putting in the purchase agreement, the word market where it says the interest rate. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me explain that to you. In the purchase agreement, it talks about what type of financing you're going to offer. And it talks about the years, the number of years that the mortgage is going to be, how much you're going to be putting down, and what the interest rate is going to be not to exceed. If you put the word market in there and your client is approved for 4% and then the rate goes to 5 your deal is going to blow up. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of the things that I'm doing with my clients. Actually, we're going to have to cover that when we get back because we're going to go right. on a break right now. But I do want to hear what you're doing with your clients, Phil. We can also take your calls. Today is a great day for that. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. So you can listen whenever and wherever you'd like. Just go to MyTalk1071.com. Keyword Red Hot. All my sweet friends up in here, uh, yes. having some some delicacies because love so is wonderful. in the air and like, all that. Kind you are of stuff. so on trend. He's oh, sweet. Yes, so uh, on trend. Beyond I am sweet, sweet. Mm-hmm. really, I am. Yep. Um, so, Phil, you've got some amazing specials that you've got to talk about. the The fast track we'll talk about second, but what I really want you to talk about is your builder program. Right now, we are seeing a lot of people moving towards the big box builders, and a lot of the big box builders, they have their own lenders, right? okay, and they're offering their own incentive, and I talked with my corporate office, and we put together a wonderful builder, big box builder special for the big box builders here in the Twin Cities, and right now, any client that calls me that's going to buy a home this spring or summer this goes all the way up until September of neck of this coming year. Okay. Okay. That pens a contract with one of the big box builders. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that client a 1.4% discount. Wow. On their loan. Now, it's on the loan. It's not mm-hmm. on the purchase price. Okay. But if the client has a $500,000 loan, well, that's a $7,000 discount. Mm-hmm. That's literally going to basically wipe out all your closing costs. It will probably dig in to some of your prepaid items right. as well. All right. And why is that important? That helps lower your monthly payment. Guess what? Maybe we could use that to buy down the rate mm-hmm. and get the consumer a lower interest rate as well. And I will tell you, I'll put cross-country mortgage rates up against any of the big box builder lenders out there, our rates are better. Right. And you say a lot of times, you know, with those big box lenders, they're 
They seem as though they're giving you these discounts, but it's just kind of hidden someplace else in the in the asterisks. Believe it or not, it's been already built into the purchase price. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which also brings up something that I want to remind everybody. When you do use the Big Box Builders Realtor, that realtor works for and exclusively the builder. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely zero for you to use us when you go to buy new construction. So we encourage you to take advantage of that because we review the contracts. We help you with the selections. We meet with the rep and we look out for your very best interest and collaborate with you and the lender. So you can reach us, Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com. And you can also call me 651-578-2218. Phil? Now, there's a reason to use me in that transaction. Right. I'm a third party. Mm -hmm. I'm not the builder's lender. Right. The builder's lender is tied to the builder's hip. Mm -hmm. I'm that independent person that's looking at the title work, at it is the appraisal, looking out to get the lowest interest rate for that client. I'm not building in a higher rate for the consumer to give them a discount. No, we're reducing our margin all the way, 1.4%. For the consumer, I would rather work with clients and help them get these new construction deals than them end up migrating to the builder and the builder goes, well, if you go with us, we'll give you this. Right. I've worked with these clients so long. So, Phil, you've told me a story and I'm going to tell it for you. Okay. Um, Phil has, you know, he helps people that may approach him a year in advance that have issues with self-employment or they might have issues with their credit score and he's told me specifically that he hand sits that the whole transaction mm-hmm. gets them from the credit score that wouldn't work to the credit score that will and that can take six months or more and so you absolutely want to call phil to help you with all of your loans and especially with this great new program with the new construction and be sure and take advantage of of all the resources that we have okay phil um, fast track. Explain what it is. Fast track is is most lenders will pre-approve. So you got you got what's called pre-qualification. Mm-hmm. So let's say what what is a pre-qual? That's you filling out an application and the loan officer looking at your numbers and saying, yeah, based on your application, everything works. Okay. Real estate agents they don't want a pre-qual. Okay, they mm-hmm. want a pre-approval. Pre-approval is. Uh, application done, credit pulled, all documentation brought in, all income, assets, everything verified. But that's done at a loan officer or team uh, site. Okay. So my team does that along with myself. That's a pre-approval. Believe me, if I pre-approve somebody, their loan is closing. Okay. But guess Mm -hmm. what? That's not what real estate agents want. What they want now, based on this market, is... Is your client 100% underwritten? Okay. So now that's called fast track. Okay. So what we're doing in the very beginning of working with a client is we're gathering all their income. We're, we're putting their loan at their maximum purchase price they will go for. And we're getting their loans underwritten 100% subject to only two items, title okay. and appraisal. Now, what comes with that, once they come out of the out of underwriting, we can now present our $10,000 guarantee to the sellers and to the buyer that if we don't close on time, 
you seller are getting $5,000. You buyer are getting $5,000. Also, you're going to get a certificate of underwriting 100% approval. Now, guess what? How powerful is that when a listing agent is reviewing reviewing offers, seeing that the file is 100% approved? All right. And last but not least, we can close these loans now in 15 days. Okay. Really? 15 days. Okay. So if you want to know how it is that you can compete with cash, okay, a lot of times some of our cash buyers, they might think, okay, well, I can come in uh, maybe at list or even a smidge under because cash is king. Mm -hmm. Uh, With cash, you don't have to have an appraisal. So there's that. Uh, But if you want to be able to be the one that offers higher than the list price and you can close fast, those are incentives that our sellers are very much interested in because the less time it takes to close, the less risk. And so this is a phenomenal program. And Phil, how do they call you to get a hold of this fast track? 651-238-6748. And we can literally fast track, fast track alone right now in about 10 business days. Wow. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like um, getting pre-approval letters and pre-qual letters. This is much better. And then Phil sends also a lender questionnaire along for the listing agent that they tells a little bit about the the scenario. Phil, one minute. That's, That's my personal letter to the seller that basically is a bio of my buyer. Mm -hmm. And basically I spell out why that listing agent should, should accept our offer based on factual information. Yes, there's some things I can't talk about. Right. But I will give that listing agent a fair, it is picture Mm -hmm. of who my buyer is. And I sign that and I put that along with my pre-approval letter or my fast track 100% approval. And so this, these programs are are just kind of a, a, just a few Mm -hmm. of what you have to offer. Um, we there's so many then you couldn't even name them. He's got like over 80. Um, so we encourage all of our listeners to listen to the podcast, share it with your friends. Um, listen to us every week. We love to ta- take your questions. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe uh, maybe today's topic was not something that you were particularly interested in. We also have uh, topics about luxury second homes, all kinds of good things. All you have to do is reach out to us. The best way to do it is email Mimi at MN Red Hot Real Estate. And you can text mortgage or real estate to 651-578-2218. And we wish everybody a very, very happy and lovely uh, Valentine's Day. Right. And also find this episode. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. You're listening to Miss Shannon along with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results, our favorite licensed realtor. Also from Cross Country Mortgage, Mr. Phil Olson. And Phil, you were going to come back with a story about what you're doing with your clients right now. Believe it or not, when I'm quoting rates, I'm quoting them two different rates. Okay. I'm quoting them, hey, guys, we need to be on the high side of things because the market is moving. So when I tell you this rate, this is a hypothetical rate if the markets move in the wrong direction. So in other words, all right, here's what your payment looks like, say, at 4.5% compared to 4%. Here's where your debt-to-income ratios lie. Oh, by the way, at your price point, you still qualify 
at the higher interest rate. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact there's going to be consumers out there that are going to get caught. They're going to, the loan officers are going to get caught. Okay. The market's going to move. And next thing, that client that was approved for 300,000 qualifies for 280. Okay. And guess what? Their purchase agreement's going to come in for 300. Mm -hmm. And now you've got a problem. Right. You have a problem. Lots of lots of things are floating through my head as I'm I'm watching this. Okay, so from a strategy perspective, when we start working with client A, mm-hmm. they're approved for let's just say three hundred thousand, and their their interest rate that you quoted them at that price that they that they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yes, last week was what? Last week rates on twenty percent down. You're probably looking at four percent, three point eight seven five percent. But at the same point in time, I'm going to quote them at four point three seven five, and I'm going to go, folks. That's not the rate you're going to get today. But we need to index that into your loan to make sure you still qualify. Okay, explain what that means by indexing that into your rate. Basically, what I'm what I'm going to do is I put that into my loan officer software. I put it in at a higher rate because the market is moving and it's moving almost on a daily basis. And it has been since November 9th, we've seen the market capitulate one and a half percent, one and a half percent since November 9th of last year. So I'm trying to be forward thinking with my clients because the strategy is not going to work at a specific price point that they want to buy a house if the market moves too fast. Right. Exactly. That's my point entirely. So, for instance, back to the purchase agreement, um, you guys, let me just tell you how important the purchase agreement is. And people people don't understand the mistakes that you can make in there, that if you don't do it just right, that it really can have consequences for your buyers. And, you know, we see it all the time when you get a, a purchase agreement that's poorly written and you know that it is. And, okay, so who do you represent in the transaction? Do you represent the seller or do you represent the buyer? Because we have, as agents, fiduciary duties that we mm-hmm. owe to these people. And so, okay, when I see something coming in that says, okay, they're going to be market rate, what that tells me is it doesn't matter what the interest rate is. It could be 4%. It could be 10%. They're good. Right. Okay. When you put that in there, you better know if they're good for any interest rate whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Because even a half a point swing on some people can put them out of the ballpark of even doing it. Guess what? I've had deals that have literally fallen on $1 between an approval and a denial. Right. And sometimes I'm having to work with the insurance agent to work with a different type of insurance on the house to get a lower premium. We're having to go with different types of PMI products. Uh, that, know, Phil, it's, that's not fun when that when that happens. No, it's, right. a, it's a nightmare, really, in all sincerity, because everybody's everybody has a piece at stake. Right. It, the thing that I think that people don't see is the enormous number of people, lives that are affected by every single transaction. Real estate really commands so much GDP. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's mortgage, there's Phil's processors, there's Phil's underwriters, there's the title people, there's the uh, people that are doing the underwriting for title, that are the examiners. 
There's the real estate agents on all sides, the company, the buyer, the seller, and maybe even uh, other buyers and sellers in line if they've made Mm -hmm. it contingent on an offer. Um, So... It's very important. How about the moving company? Mm-hmm. How about how about all the money you've spent to get prepared to move? I mean, there's there's so many pieces of the puzzle, and that's where Mimi and I we bring everything under one umbrella. All right. And we literally become project managers for our clients at the same point in time. We're total advocates right. and collaborators. For our clients, because when something happens, Mimi and I, it's this is it's like a normal day. Things happen. People go, oh, my gosh. And Mimi and I go, you want to know something? It's OK. Mm-hmm. We, we've been through this before. And okay? we have a strategy. And we you. have a strategy. This is what we're going to do. And I would say 90, 90, 95 percent of the time we're able to come up with a solution that's going to make all parties happy. Unfortunately, there is that five to ten percent of the time when we go, oh boy, we're we're in deep doo doo. Are right. we having a more difficult time because since the inventory is so tight, that offers since you know is it that people qualify and then they just can't find what they're looking for within the time frame you need them before things go up? Are we finding there's, that a lot? There's so many things that are happening. Okay, what we're seeing is that. The people that have homes, existing homes, they're afraid to move because Mm -hmm. they don't know that they're going to find what they would prefer to have over what they currently have. There's that. Okay. And then there's the people who are in enormous pain because the rent keeps going up so fast and so furious that they know in their head when they go and do these online mortgage calculators, they can clearly see that they could they could own for less than renting if they could only find. Right. And that's where I'm when I'm saying that if you are a champagne taste kind of person and you are a beginner or even a, an intermediate, a move up, even your first time, please, please try and do what you can to temper that. Mm-hmm. The, the bones are the only thing. And then the neighborhood is the number one thing. Right. And you can never. Location, 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 you location. Can, you can never, ever change that. And that is the number one thing. It doesn't matter that your kitchen's been remodeled. Okay. I'm just here to tell you, mm-hmm. just paint that thing and, <laughs> right. you know, you call it a day, but that location, it has value, intrinsic value that never goes away. Um, so Phil, I'm going to switch subjects on you. Enough about that soapbox. Sure. Something that I think a lot of people don't know. Okay. Everybody seems to think you have to have 20% down. That is not true. Okay. For, let's just repeat it, everybody together. You do not need 20% down to get started. Okay. And, and in this market right now, there are times where I'm literally restructuring deals for consumers. Let's call it, it is an appraisal gap waiver, which Mimi's going to talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. Where, believe it or not, a client puts 10% down, and yes, they're hit with mortgage insurance, but guess what? The interest rate is less okay. on 10% down. People don't get that. Mm-hmm. Anytime you are having mortgage insurance, the lender or servicer is insured of default, you get a better interest rate at 5 10 and 15% with mortgage insurance than you get with 20% down. Now, hold one. Okay. Why is that? At 20% down, the servicer is on the hook 100% in case of default. Let's just stop. Okay. We have to assume that 
that this is all brand new that people are hearing. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's break that down. Okay, so you're in a competitive situation. Mm -hmm. You intended to put 20% down, Ms. Shannon. Yes. But what you found out is that there's multiple offers, and we don't think that the comps Mm -hmm. support the price. Okay. But you still want it anyway. Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so Phil and I and you, we're we're strategizing about it. Correct. What do we do? Mm -hmm. Well, you were going to put 20. Maybe now you put 10 and take on that mortgage insurance. Your interest rate is lower. Phil, how does that look like in real life? Guess what? Mortgage insurance for a client with a 740 plus, I've got eight different mortgage insurance companies to Mm -hmm. work with. I just priced one out. 0.16. Okay. That's cheap. Mm-hmm. 0.16 of 400,000 is is 600 divided by 12. Their mortgage insurance was $45 a month. Okay. But their interest rate, their interest rate was better by an eighth of a percent with the understanding on a conventional loan mortgage insurance goes away. Okay. Now, well, guess, repeat that. Mortgage Hello? insurance goes away once you have a 20% equity position. And guess what? Now I can get maybe even more creative. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do a 15% down. Right. And we go with one-time mortgage insurance. And the client pays $1,000. That's it. They pay it right at closing. Now, guess what? They don't have no mortgage insurance. But now we take that 5%. And now we can throw that at the house as an appraisal gap waiver, Mm -hmm. okay, to get the house. This is the type of conversations Mimi and I are having or I'm having with other agents on every single deal because I'm part of their sales force. I'm part of the consumer's sales force to help them get the house. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me just explain something what an appraisal gap is. Okay. What it is, Ms. Shannon, you've just you just found a house that's listed for three hundred. Yes. Multiple offers are happening. Mm-hmm. I can't find other other comparable properties that substantiate that price. And I tell I show you that what sold over the last six months. Right. And you say none of them have sold for 300 what the heck am i going to do right it's not worth that mm-hmm. worth is relative okay mm-hmm. so you say to me that neighborhood that house is perfect the one. for mm-hmm. me and my son. You mm-hmm. you do anything and everything you can. Well, the first thing we do is we get on the horn with Phil. Yes. And then we say, okay, Phil, what can we do? Mm-hmm. And then we start talking about collaborative uh, strategies. So you, we have decided, Ms. Shannon, that we're going to do an appraisal gap. Okay. And what that means is you're going you're gonna to cover all of the difference if the house doesn't appraise, or you're going to cover a portion of it mm-hmm. or a certain dollar amount of it. Yes. And so we're going to put that in our offer to make us look the most competitive. Phil? And good luck, folks, for you having a loan officer or a lending institution that you're not able to talk to at 8 o'clock at night or on Saturday or on Sunday. And believe it or not, I get clients that call me and they go, I can't work with this lender because they're not working with me on my schedule. Mm -hmm. Listen, there is nothing worse, and I'm just going to say it, for a real estate professional, we work weekends. Mm -hmm. And Miss Shannon, she's intent, man. She's buying a house (laughs) this weekend. And her loan officer is, is... you know, a wall. Yeah. Five o'clock. That's right. it. Talk yeah. to me at eight o'clock on Monday. We can't get your pre-approval. Right. We can't cut, talk about strategy. We can't do any of those things. And you are shaking in your boots because you don't know what we're going to do. Well, mm-hmm. I know what we're going to do. We're going to call Phil. Right. And he's going to fix it. And yes. guess what? I'll fast track 
their loan in the beginning. We haven't even talked about Fast Track, right. where I get the loan 100% approved in underwriting, all right, up front before the client even goes out shopping for a house. Now I'm able to provide Mimi a full-fledged underwriting approval that's subject to title and appraisal. Right. But that's that's doesn't get any stronger. No, it doesn't. And so when we get back, we're going to continue talking about the fast fast track and other some other new programs that Phil has that you will not want to miss. We can also take your calls. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Paying bills on time? Oh, yeah. Not maxing out credit cards? That's what I'm talking about. Learning what credit utilization is? Yes, give yourself credit. You can reach some pretty big goals like home ownership by taking small steps like those to build up your credit. Get started by leveling up your credit knowledge at FannieMae.com slash credit education. That's FannieMae.com slash credit education. Home ownership, here you come. Hey. 